Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BNB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we discuss Undead Murder Farce and ZOM 100, Bucket List of the Dead. So I guess the theme this week is zombies and monsters and scary shit yeah supposedly scary because i don't think any of these are actually scary definitely not no i think more of sort of dark fantasy but it's not even really that dark they're actually quite happy i think i think zombie 100 is like the most cheerful show this season you think so definitely up there uh i would think johane beats it out Okay, well, I'm not watching that one. Okay. So. <laughs> that one's pretty happy. Um, do you want to go ahead and start with the less happy one then, the undead murder farce? Sure. This one, even if it's a farce, there's still a murder, so it's not too happy. The first episode was a bit misleading, I thought. It was about this uh, detached head woman uh, trying to regain her body, meeting this uh, Oni demon killer guy. Uh, and it looked like they were going to go on an adventure to get her body back, chase this bad guy, Uh, but then it turned into a series of mysteries, which I know that you were very happy about. I am. I am indeed. Actually, now that you pointed out, when you were describing that first episode, which I remember you were excited about, right? You were totally into that vibe, and also the, the period of time, it was kind of like, Ido, Japan, maybe? Yeah, I remember it reminded me of Morio no Hako. Okay. And I thought it would be like that. Interestingly enough, when you were describing it, I was kind of getting vibes of uh, Dororo, like a person mm. who's like going on a journey to like get back parts of their body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I thought she was going to go on an adventure to, you know, with him guarding her, helping her, like in that other anime, to get her, her main body back. That's exactly what I expected. And I mean, I think that's still an overarching plot point because they see the person who has her body every now and then. Uh, And I think that he just reappeared as a villain in their current mystery arc. Did he appear in the first arc? Do I remember that? They talked about him. I don't know if they talked. Yeah, I remember them talking about him and like giving you like little snippets of what he might look like with his like weird fake face. Great. But... He's yeah. definitely back with this new latest episode. Yeah. And it's nothing like what you expect from the first episode, though. Right? No, no. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Bungo Stray Dogs, where it adds in all these famous characters. Wait, I was going to say that. Exactly. I know. I stole it from your sheet. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say that because Bungo Stray Dogs is actually airing another season this season as well. And I'm so far behind that I can't watch it. So I'm still watching like the previous seasons. But I got that same vibe because you've got these very notable characters from literature like Sherlock Holmes, Watson, Lupin, right? They're all showing up in these arcs. I think last arc was Dracula. Was that who it was? I was wondering what was with this family because it's like this vampire family, which is the very first mystery arc, which is what kind of like made you realize that it was not what you wanted, right? Yeah. (laughs) But it was a vampire family that was trying to make peace with humans, like live peaceably with them. And I didn't think that was vampire, or that was a a Dracula at all. Maybe it's just this latest arc they introduced these famous people. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's like going off of some notable literature that I'm not familiar with. Maybe it's from some other culture. I don't know. 
Um, but you were familiar with quite a few of the names in the second arc, right? Because, like, you recognized the the female vampire. That's like, yeah, Caramelia. Yeah. Yeah, it's from uh, another vampire book. I'd never heard of her. So. I never read it, but I heard of it. And then we have Alistair Crowley. Yeah. And Sherlock and Watson. And then we have the Japanese thieves, Goemon, and I think there were a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. So big uh, gathering of famous people doing monster battles. I don't like that as much. Like to me, it fits with Bungo Stray Dogs. Like that's its vibe. Right. But I don't really need it in this one. I thought it would be a little bit more like the first arc where it was just original characters, original mysteries, not taking mm-hmm. inspiration from other literature with like their actual names. Yeah, it did seem like a strange transition, which I didn't quite understand. Yeah. It also seems, uh, at least the the later half of this arc, seems less a mystery and more back to a fighting show. Mm, And you you don't like that. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. But to be fair, I didn't really like the mystery either, so maybe the fighting's better. I don't think either of them are better for you. No. But I do like the the main blue-haired guy. Okay, I was going to ask, what do you actually still like about this show? I still like the blue-haired guy. I think his character is amusing, how Mm -hmm. he's just, like, very wry about everything. Mm -hmm. And he has all these funny postures and faces. And I like the the main uh, head as well. Aya Rindo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But not, not so keen on each arc's mystery, to be honest. No. No. Do you have any other feelings about any of the other characters? Not really. Honestly, I sort of followed the vampire arc. This arc, I, I, there's so many of them now, I've kind of lost track of who's who. Yeah, they brought in a bunch of new parties. Like, not only do you have the party that's with Moriarty, which is apparently the dude. I think that's the dude who took her body. I thought so, too. Yeah, and he's hired a bunch of notable villains. Or I don't know if they were villains over history, but he's like he's obviously supposed to be the antagonist, so now they're also the enemy. But like he recruits people like the Phantom of the Opera, right? Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess he's kind of a villain. <laughs> I don't really know what his specialty is other than like dancing around in the, you know, backstage. But I guess he could be useful. <laughs> I guess so. And then Carmilla, I guess. And then you have the uh, the supernatural killers from the, what are they called? Royce is the organization's name. Oh, right. The guys right. who the wear white, wear white clothes. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a girl, too, right? They talk. Right. Um, right. And you see them in all white clothes. They're supposedly, like, super powerful, and they kill supernatural beings. Okay. And then you have, like, yeah. Lupin. Lupin and his company. Lupin's with, uh, I think, the Phantom of the Opera in this particular thing. But then you also have Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Like, there's a lot of parties, and it's a lot of people to keep track of. Yeah, I've, I've lost track. But I'm expecting this arc will end in a couple episodes, and some of them won't come back. Hopefully. Yeah. But then it kind of makes me a little worried about the future arcs. Right. Like, I wonder, are we going to actually follow through on some of these threads they've opened? Are we going to actually see more of Royce? Not that I want to see more of them. Uh, I'm assuming we're definitely going to see more of Moriarty and his crew. But... Bungo Stray Dogs has a bit of this problem, too. And now there's just so many characters that very few of them actually show up. And it's hard to remember who's yeah. who. 
I mean, that's, I think that's partially why I might have flagged behind mm-hmm. on that show. And, you know, I'm wondering, I hope that Undead Murder Farce sticks to just this single core because it's slotted for 13 episodes. I haven't read the novel. I'm not reading the ongoing manga. I have no idea like how no much idea material either. there is. But I think given what I've seen so far, I would be happy with just a single season. Yeah. So how have you felt about this season as the resident mystery fan? I was initially excited. Okay, unlike you. I mean, I did like the first episode, just like you. Mm-hmm. But then I became excited with the opening like vampire mystery arc. Right. It like gained my attention in the same way that it started to lose yours. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. But the second that we like entered the next arc after the whole vampire thing was solved, and then we got Lupin, and then we got Sherlock, and I was like, <laughs> uh-oh. Not this again. <laughs> now yeah. I am a little nervous. They have so many anime with Sherlock Holmes and Lupin. What is their I fascination? Don't, I don't get it. Especially Lupin. Like, he barely shows up in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I, I don't get it. But, like, it. I guess they're just, like, really easy names to, to throw in there. It's easy to, like, people know what these characters are like. Or at least they have an idea of what these characters' personalities are like. So you don't have to be as creative writing in original people, maybe. Maybe. Either way, next season, we should, uh, if there is a sequel, forget about it, and we can watch Milky Holmes, <laughs> the one good Sherlock Holmes anime. I mean, I'm sure we're going to be so busy next season that we won't even have time to watch older shows. Probably, right? probably not, yeah. Something I did want to note that I thought was interesting was the, the director. Mm-hmm. Um, director's name is Shinichi Yamata, and he actually has directed quite a few shows that we do like. Uh, like Love is War, like all of the hmm. seasons. So, I mean, I can kind of see that in the catchiness of the dialogue because I think Undead Murder Force has some, like, actually decent back and forth. Especially some, with the yeah. main, main two characters. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then also, I'm, I'm sure you'll be surprised, uh, Showa Genroku Rakugo. Oh, yes, yes. Both seasons. So, I mean, we talked about this before, how we felt like the guy that you like... Mm-hmm. He is very s- lyrical, I guess, in his storytelling when they're like running around, right? Because I thought he was a Rakugo Maybe. artist. I don't remember anymore. I'm, I'm pretty oh. sure that's his backstory. He he did Rakugo at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. When I was when I was like looking into what this director has worked on, I'm like, oh man, I can kind of see the influence here. Like he's bringing it in. I don't know if this was all written in the original material and like he just decided to add it or what, but it, like he obviously likes it. Yeah. And I also even saw influence in, say, like, Rosen made it in San Correa with, like, the design and personality of Aya Rindo. She seems kind of, like, doll-like with her face and her... Oh, he made those, too. No, he, he worked on those, too, yeah. Wow, he's been around uh, for a while. Well, not, not like, the older Rosen Maiden. Like, you remember oh, that there was, like, that rando yes, sequel okay, not yeah. that long ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. that one. But San Correa, <laughs> which was, like... Twisted in its own way, right? With yeah, I can see girl. that as well. Yep. Also very... It has a lot of style, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I see some of that here. And, I mean, I'm going to finish the show. I like it well enough that I'm curious to see how it'll end, even though I'm a little disappointed that I didn't... It's not panning out as I expected. No. Same with me. I was hoping for more Yono Hako Season 2. It's absolutely not what I got, but I'll take it. Well, let's go on to Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead. Yes. 
Is it a show about achieving your dreams after the zombie apocalypse? Is it about achieving your dreams or is it about surviving the apocalypse? I think it's about achieving your dreams. Okay, well, that's because of the main character, right? Like, don't listen to that little girl side character with a risk assessment. Screw that girl. She should have some fun during the zombie apocalypse. What else is she going to do? I mean, obviously, she is also enchanted by his stupidity and, like, his outlook in life because now it looks like she might be convinced to hang out with them or at least keep in touch with him, right? Yes, yes, with the cell phones that still work after the zombie apocalypse. Let's not talk about the questionable (laughs) infrastructure of this city that shouldn't still be up and running. Uh, yeah. This is something that we've asked ourselves repeatedly over the course of these episodes. Like, how do they still have electricity? How do they still have internet? The show is not concerned with realism. No. Especially with uh, all the rainbow-colored blood. Hey, that's not the point, right? <laughs> it's absolutely not the point of the show. No, it's not. No. And it looks pretty awesome. I was trying to look over our list of anime, at least the ones that I'm watching this season, when you said that this is probably, like, the best show of the season. Is that what you just said? No, I said it was the happiest show of the season. Okay, I was like trying to look at my list to see if there's anything else that I felt like. Maybe my my happy marriage. You think that that's the happiest? (laughs) I don't think so. No, I'm joking. Okay, (laughs) I was thinking like maybe Johanne, but you dropped that right. You're not watching Johanne, the Parhelion, Sunshine in the Mirror, which is our Love Live successor. No, I'm not. Okay, I don't think there's anything else that can vie for it. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's a joyful show. It is joyful. But remember where it started. The zom- oh, yeah. That was a depressing episode. <laughs> but, like, it was, it was so good. well done. His job got destroyed. Yeah. But even before that, like, just watching this this excited young man straight out of college go into, like, what he thought was, like, the dream job, right? Yeah. He was an independent adult into the workforce, like excited to get started and matter and then watch him get crushed slowly beneath the or not even slowly very quickly beneath the heel of the machine ah, it's terrible it was so well done it's almost like the people who made this anime have experienced it themselves yeah but then he got the catharsis of didn't he like chop off his boss's head or something or yeah something so where he could definitely killed him as a zombie oh <laughs> you're reminding me right doesn't he have like he had a co-worker girl who he yeah. was like such a big fan of he had a yeah. big crush on her and she was always nice to him and then he finds out the boss was fucking her on the side yeah right and like basically having a relationship because when the zombie apocalypse happens he thinks of her he wants to go see her and save her and tell her how he feels and finds her a zombie in the company of their boss, who is also a disgusting fat zombie. And then, yeah, does he chop his head off or what does he do to him? He definitely did some damage. I forget <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was very satisfying after everything that we saw him go through, right? Yeah. And then, like, the the screen expands and everything turns to color. Oh, and he confesses feelings, even though she didn't really, like, understand that's okay. She didn't deserve it. Yeah. It was the meaning yes. of the action, right? Now he can develop new feelings for the risk analysis. Mm, I wonder, I mean, I guess they're setting it up like that, but I know that there's a fourth character that we haven't met yet that we see in the opening credits, right? Yeah, that's right. So I don't know, is it a girl? I think it's a girl. Is it a girl. Okay. I'm kind of curious what kind of role she'll play if she'll just sort of be a comedic uh addition to the crew if she's meant to be sort of a pair with his friend or what 
but I, I read the manga so i can tell you she's mostly pretty funny oh great i like that yeah but she like <laughs> a different kind of funny than kenichiro and the main character different kind of they're funny. funny too yeah yeah okay different kind of funny she's uh very unique okay good I'm, I'm glad to hear that i'm excited i'm just wondering like when is she gonna show up probably soon okay. because i was i guess we saw the first two characters fairly quickly the guy and the girl right mm-hmm. And it didn't turn out like I expected. Like she, she obviously like didn't want to have anything to do with him. Right. And she then still doesn't. yeah, <laughs> but she traded. A, she traded numbers for the with most him. Part, yeah. And then his friend. I didn't know that his friend was the guy from the opening credits because he looked different. Mm. But I am so glad that he is alive and they are together because his story arc was also quite emotional, <laughs> quite moving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I would like to meet our fourth friend soon. Yeah, it's been a really fun show so far. It has. A lot of energy, very colorful, great animation. Love some of the action scenes. Especially I love that, uh, the one with the shark. The shark with the swimmer legs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was actually, that was so good. I, I think so many of, like, like you said, the action scenes are, they're well-placed, pacing wise mm-hmm. to where it doesn't feel like it's like ridiculous amounts of action but no. when they do happen it's it's perfect exactly <laughs> they, they're good at the action yeah i mean we joked about the zombie sharks when we saw them walk up to the aquarium right. but even expecting it seeing it in actuality <laughs> <laughs> with the legs was just it was so much better than i imagined we expected the zombie sharks. We didn't expect them to merge with the human zombies. Yeah. And then to be chased around the aquarium. It was it was wonderful. Yeah. I really loved uh, that girl who screamed in that episode. The one from the bus who then makes yeah. it to the aquarium, who then like somehow survives the aquarium and like she screams in every setting, right? And it's just like a full meltdown, full body scream. <laughs> She was great. I'm, I'm sad that... I assume she died, although I don't actually remember. Right, I'm trying to remember what happened after... Did the people in the aquarium die? I thought they were fine. Oh, really? Okay. I thought they were able to escape into that room, remember? Right. And then they realized that they left the other girl behind, and then they, like, go out. Right. And I thought they were still safe wherever they are. Yeah, you're right. It's the mixer girls who died. It was the... the yeah. The, the <laughs> flight attendants? The flight attendants, yes. That was such a sad episode, actually. <laughs> But it was also funny. But you know, that's it's just the show does such a good job of that, like taking these painful moments, right? Mm-hmm. These like very poignant, painful moments, and they're actually quite meaningful and make you reflect upon yourself, and then making them hilarious and ridiculous. Yeah, also make you laugh at yourself too. Well, of course, it's it's important to be able to laugh at yourself, isn't it? It is very important. And I like that his friend, that his lifelong goal or his childhood goal was to be a comedian. Yeah. And I think they're doing a good job of that in the show of making the viewers laugh. <laughs> yeah. And their their wish list is much better than in Gundam Mercury wish list. Oh, oh yeah. So what a Mercury's list for the one that she didn't even make herself. Yes. This one, we know he made it himself. We saw him write it. We've seen him add things to it as well. Yeah, it's funny that you bring up Mercury because I was reminded when I was looking into the studio, which is Bug Films, this mm. is like the only title that I see them as the production company for. Mm. They've done a bunch of key animations and other anime, which includes The Witch from Mercury. Oh, they have some key animation from that. And when you go to their site, like 
what's advertised on their site is Comey can't communicate. But again, that's like they mm. did the key animation for it. They're not okay. like the, the named production company for it. Mm. So I don't know how long they've been around, but it doesn't seem like they've like actually been at the helm hmm. until now. Well, it seems they're off to a good start. Yeah, I think they're doing fantastic. I don't mm. know what changed or whatever, but yeah. We'll look forward to their future shows. Yeah, I will. And I'm looking forward to where this will end. I'm assuming, like, based from what I've seen, there's nothing that keeps me from believing that this will end nicely in the 12 slotted episodes. I think they could. I think it's the kind of story they could end, like, any time they want. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, leave sort of, like, that open-ended, hopeful ending, right? Yeah. But, I mean, do you think you would want a second season based on what you see? I'd certainly give it a chance. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't feel like I need one. I don't but... think I need one either because part of me is worried that. Do you remember the movie from way back called Zombieland? It was like two thousand nine. No, I don't watch zombie movies. Okay, I'm too much of a west. No, no, I love zombie movies, especially if they are comedic zombie movies. Mm. All right, because it's not supposed to be scary. It's supposed to be funny. Uh, and this one's funny, and like this kid has all this like long list of how to survive. Kind of reminds me of the girl actually in this anime. But, like, that was sort of a novelty. When it first came out, there wasn't really anything like it, and I thought it was, like, amazing. And then they came out with a sequel, which is called Zombieland Double Tap. And, like, by that point, even though, like, I had so much fun with the first movie, I was kind of already, like, the novelty had worn off. And, like, the jokes and stuff that worked in the first movie didn't work anymore in the second movie. So I feel like if this anime season tried to to continue, I don't know if I would be as like impressed by it or as interested in it right i can't see that happening so is this what zombie land saga is named after zombie land saga yeah like off that zombie land movie that i just talked about yeah i don't think so oh okay why it sounds kind of similar from what you said no because the zombie land saga was based off of like idols right? right weren't they trying to be aspiring idols the zombie land movie that i'm talking about was just basically like this college kid who survives and meets up with, like, other people on his way to try to, like... I don't even remember what his agenda is. I think he wants to either make it home or make it to a place where there are no zombies. Hmm. I was thinking where they're both just very funny zombie shoes. Oh, yeah, but their, like, agenda is totally different. I see. Hmm. I mean, yeah, they're funny, but that doesn't mean, like, they're the same idea. I'm a very shallow zombie viewer well you like zombie land saga right oh i do and you like azam 100 right i do and wasn't there Crap, like i'm a zombie wait fan. wait wait. what was that zombie um tv ser- series from quite a while away that had like the huge tits and it was also quite funny oh and high school of the dead. high school of the dead come on that yeah, was fantastic i guess i'm a zombie fan yeah you are I'm right if it's zombies and comedy like you can't go wrong you can't I saw another movie, like, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, that Shaun of the Dead was another one of my old favorites. Yeah, I like that one, too. I loved that. I watched all of those films when I was in college, like, all <laughs> that guy's films. But, yeah. I will always watch whenever there's anything like this, and I think Zom 100's a great example of the genre. Yes. Tune in again to Kaisek Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaisek Anime Podcast, or on our individual accounts at Jackal underscore Coon and at Marina BNB. Listen to and review us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. Thanks for listening.